Hey, well, good morning, Salem. Hey, so good. So good to hear your voices. It's good to be starting a new year, right, 2021. I hope you guys had a, uh, a great Christmas and uh, happy new year. I hope it was safe and just filled uh, with fruitful, uh, fruitful things, time with family um, or anything, whatever that was. I hope it was really good uh, for you. So, hey, if I haven't met you, my name is Seth. I'm one of the pastors here. Uh, at church uh, at uh, Salem, and I uh, would love the, the privilege uh, to be able to meet you. Um, if you guys are visiting, would love to meet you. If I haven't met, yet met you, I'd love to, to meet you uh, after uh, the service. So we're in a new series um, at the beginning of this year called uh, The Cave Table uh, and Road, and I'm going to talk about that in just a little bit, um, but before we do, I'm going to share with you a little bit about when, when I was in seventh grade. Uh, when I was in seventh grade, uh, there was a kid in our class whose name was, was, his name was John. And John, believe it or not, was six foot six in seventh grade and 250 pounds. So when John was in seventh grade, he started getting like university letters, you know, all these things for football and basketball. And, you know, so here's big John. And then there's this tiny little kid named Seth. This, this scrawny little weakling. Um, and, and I remember this very well because one day for gym class, uh, we had to go up and we were like just testing in seventh grade to see how much we could lift. And, and it was John's turn. And John got onto this bench and, you know, they, they, they take the little pin and they, they pull it, put it all the way down to the bottom, right? So all those weights on it. And then John just in, in a single, just push, just, just straight off his chest. And I was like, wow, that is impressive. I guess who got to go next? <laughs> this guy. And so he's like, the coach was like, hey, Seth, it's your turn. I was like, cool, thanks, coach. And I laid down. We moved the pin all the way to the top, put in the pin. And as the little seventh grade boy just, just struggled, struggled, I got about halfway and back down. And I got off that bench and I thought, wow, I just looked around the room and I was like, that is super embarrassing. So I got on this, like, you know, this, this, it, it motivated me. And so I started uh, eating more. I started working out and I started doing all that stuff. And you get through high school and college and, and you get to be in pretty good shape when you're doing all the exercise and all the lifting. Uh, but then what happens is that as soon as college ends, there's this thing called L-I-F-E, <laughs> life that happens, right? And you start jobs or more school or whatever it is, and then you, you start dating, and then you, you get married, and then you have kids, and there's this whole, like, story that unfolds, and every year, like, your body just decreases, and it doesn't have the same ability as it used to. And I can't tell you how many times I have started January 1st with this line, this year is going to be the year. That I'm going to get in shape. I know that's cliche to talk about, but, but it's really true. In fact, this Christmas, um, like somehow I guess I, I magically hope that like I've kind of at this point just given up. Like I've tried many, many years and keeps failing. And every, yeah, every year I go, man, this will be the year. And I just kind of have given up on the rhythms. And I hope that in some way, shape or form, like, like Doritos will magically turn to carrots, <laughs> you know, as I eat them. And like if I could just not change my rhythms and get in shape, that would be great, right? If I could not do all the work, like, that would be awesome. In fact, this year, uh, my brother was in town, and, and I was uh, just kind of moving through some movies and trying to find a movie, and I found this, this workout disc called Insanity, 
Have you heard this? It's, it's, that's exactly what it is. It's, it's insane. <laughs> um, and it's this like, uh, like meant for everyday workout. And my bro- it's actually my brother's. And so when Nikki saw it, she goes, oh, Ryan, that's actually yours. And I said, Ryan, you should probably leave that here because I might want to use it. And immediately I thought, that's exactly what I've said for the last 10 years. <laughs> it's the key words. I might use it. And there's this reality, like I am in these patterns and rhythms that for me, like I am responsible for at the end of every day. And I have a lot of excuses and I can blame all of those things. And I have some really good ones. And yet at the end of the day, it is me that is responsible for the rhythms and the patterns that I am in when it comes to my physical health. And so I, I, I have this need, as we all have this need, to assess our, our physical health as, as years go, right? That's why going to the doctor is good, getting physicals, checkups, all those things are good. But there's also this need for us to assess, and for me to assess my own spiritual health. And so I have this question that I want to pose, and it's this, is, is there a simple way, okay, not a complicated way, but a simple way to both celebrate and assess our lives as followers of Jesus. Now, the first word like, I want us to think about, right, is, is like that idea of celebrate. Like, like we all have these good parts in our rhythms, and we don't want to jump over the negative, right, or jump over the positive to get to the negative. Like, we want to actually celebrate, like, what God has done in our life and in these rhythms as we spend time with Him. But we also know that there is this reality that nobody does this perfectly. Like we all have need and this room for growth, right, in, in our walk with Jesus, especially as I think about the word follower of Jesus because what we're really talking about is this disciple-making rhythm, these patterns that are at the core of who I am. Like I have growth. There are things for me to celebrate as a disciple uh, and, as, and as a discipler of Jesus, excuse me, is a disciple-maker of Jesus, but there's also these areas of growth uh, in my life. And so we are going to be in this new series, and it's called The Cave, The Table, and The Road. Now, it's called The Cave, The Table, and Road because we stole this from people from long ago who used these words. They're actually Celtic monks uh, who basically use these three things to, to, to share. This is where we feel like our spiritual lives revolve around these three spaces or these three uh, elements. So the first one is, is the idea of cave, and that's where we're going to be at this morning, okay? But let's unpack these just to kind of intro our series, The Cave Table Road. The cave means this. The cave is, is really the symbol Uh, for where they, we're talking about the Celtic monks, or we could say us, where we would retreat to spend time with our Father. Sometimes we do that alone, and sometimes we do that together, but really, ultimately, what we're talking about here is a space for intimacy between us and our Creator, right, Um, which really is this authentic conversation with God. Now, we see Jesus do this all the time, like even in his own rhythms. He would, for the most part, he would do everything with his disciples, but, but every so often, right, he would go and just do his own thing with his father. He'd have his own cave time, okay? So, that's cave. Uh, the next one is the table, Now, the table is the symbol of hospitality, or really this presence where deep, committed relationships are. And this is the place where we share both physical meals, but also 
spiritual meals, right? There's this nourishment that comes together both physically and spiritually as we eat uh, food and as we eat God's word together, which really then is this. It's this authentic conversation with other people. Like, so we have authentic conversation with God. We have authentic conversation with others. We need these people in our lives where at the end of the day, the end of a week, we can go, gosh, here's what I, just, I need you guys to hear about what's going on in my life as we eat uh, both food and God's word together. And the last one is this. It's the road. Now, the road is the symbol of engagement with the world, right? It's with those people who don't yet know Jesus that we cross paths with on a a daily basis. When you think about all the different moments and opportunities that we have in any given day to to experience the road, it's quite a lot because there's a lot of people that we we cross paths with, right? We cross paths with people at Starbucks, uh, in the grocery store, uh, when we're, if we're a, a middle school student or a high school student, like in classes or even online, if we're, if we're at a university, we have professors and, and, and teammates on sports teams, uh, coworkers, neighbors, right? Think about all of, the, all of the different people that you cross paths with on any given day, and this is an opportunity for the road. And it's really this. It's this authentic conversation with people who don't know Jesus, right? That's the road. So you have the cave, which is authentic conversation with God. You have the table, authentic conversation with others. And we have the road, which is authentic conversation with the world, okay? Go to this next slide. Um, here's, what I, here's what I love about this, is that these three things actually fit uh, perfectly in our mission statement. Now, if you don't know what a mission statement is, it basically is this. It's, it says, this is who we are, or this is why we exist, okay? And at Salem, our mission statement is to live lives of love with God, right? That's cave time. In community, that's table time, and on mission, and that's road. And so they really, they fit perfectly together. And what I love is that in, in our graphic, Cave Table Road, that you'll notice that it says cave plus table plus road. It doesn't say period, 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 or whatever. It's the plus type of an idea. And so really, it's this. It's to say that the cave, not in and of it by, by itself, is, is all that following Jesus encompasses. It's actually the cave plus the table. But it's also not just the cave and the table, it's the cave plus the table and plus the road. And so if I neglect any of these three things, if I'm doing two of one or if I'm not doing one of of any of those three, then my growth becomes this unbalanced growth as I'm meaning to replicate the lifestyle of Jesus. And so I love how those things fit together. And therefore, it's just a really easy rubric for us as we think about this, these graphics. It's a really easy rubric for us to assess our spiritual walk. Because now we're talking about the mission statement. This is who we are. This is why we exist. And we can talk to each other. We can say, hey, tell me. Tell me about your cave time. What's going on? Hey, tell me about your table. Like, who are you doing life with right now? Like, tell me about that. Or, hey, tell me about your road. Tell me about what God is doing in your life as you go throughout your week. And so it's this really easy assessment tool. 
So I want to ask a couple of questions. When it comes to Cave Table Road, when you look at this, here's the first question, okay? First question is this. Actually, next slide. There we go. In which of these three, Cave Table or Road, are you, as an individual, personally, are you strongest in, and which are you weakest in? And by the way, we just remember, nobody does this perfect, okay? So which of these, as an individual, are you strong in, or are you weak in? Where do you need growth? And where do you need to celebrate? Okay, next question. How about this one? In which of these, or which uh, is your family? Or if you don't have maybe family, maybe friendships is the right word here. So in which of these is your family or your friendships, your, your people group, is, are you strong in or are you weak in? Because we can look at this and we can say, like, gosh, like I look at me and I go, man, I might be really, really good at cave time, but my road time is terrible. Maybe, like, my table time is off the charts, but I'm, but I'm not doing great in cave time and road time. And so there's this easy assessment. And then here we go to this last question, and it becomes this little bit bigger picture. And as we begin to think about, like, Salem in the new year, 2021, and wherever it is that God is leading us and this vision that he's going to be moving us forward, it's good for us to assess with this question to say, in which of these is Salem strongest? But also, in which of these, like, do we as a church, as a body of people, need to grow? And so my hope is that through this series that we will be able to um, be encouraged, I guess, and challenged uh, to, to start engaging, if we're not already, in authentic conversation with God. Uh, maybe we need to start uh, engaging in authentic conversation with other people more. Or maybe we need to start engaging in authentic conversation with the world, right? There's this whole world out there, and, and, and there's something that's really significant that's happening right now when it comes to, right, like this assessment. Because we think about the world and all that's going on with the world, it's not often in history when the world um, really revolves around one thing. Now, back when the, the world wars were present and active like that, that's something that probably the entire world was uh, mentally, emotionally, and really spiritually engaged with. But we don't have that same type of stuff. Like maybe when the Olympics comes, we go, okay, like I can kind of get, like I can see how we engage around that entire concept together a little bit as a world. But really, right now, under this pandemic, the entire world... Like, this is strange to think about. The entire world revolves around one word, and it's the word COVID. So I want to ask you this question. I think this is powerful. What if, now I pose it as a what if question because I don't know what God is doing, but what if what God is doing is unifying the world under this one word COVID so that he can unify the world under one God? Do you see the connection? You see the parallel 